Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Engineer Doing Life, who says, My 31 female husband, 34 male, bought me the wrong jewelry for our anniversary. I know, I know, the title makes me sound like an entitled arsehole. Hear me out. My husband, 34 male, and my 31 female wedding anniversary was this week, but we delayed celebrating it until this weekend. We do traditional gifts for anniversaries, and this year is flowers and fruit. He is not great with gifts and asked for ideas last month, and I sent him a link to an Etsy shop that makes birth flower jewelry and told him I'd like something with our son's birth flower. I also let him know he could just get me flowers or anything else and that would be fine as well. For his gift, I picked up chocolate-covered strawberries, wine, because grapes, and went to a fancy cheese shop to get some fruit-infused cheeses, meat, etc. to make a really nice charcuterie spread for tonight. I'm going to create a picnic in our living room and I think it's going to be really cute. I also got him a card and wrote a heartfelt message, just for reference. I assumed that he had figured my gift out before our anniversary. So imagine my surprise when I opened the prime box and found a jewelry box. I didn't open it, but it was labeled birth flower necklace. So it was obvious. Honestly, I'm a little disappointed, but I'm not sure if I'm being unfair and could use some perspective. One, if you ordered the gift via prime, that means he didn't order it until after the actual day of our anniversary had passed. Two, the box was labeled with my birth flower not my son's, which is not what I wanted. Three, the box and labeling looks very cheap and looking on Amazon, I think he ordered a low quality piece. I think Chinese Amazon front, less than $20. When we were younger, I would wear jewelry like this and it would always fall apart, color my skin and slash or tarnish quickly. I'm a bit upset. I spent a significant amount of consideration and money on his gift and he totally flubbed mine in a way that specifically seems very uncaring. He's going to be giving me the gift tonight, so I have about four hours to figure out how I'm going to respond. I don't want to ruin our plans with a fight, but I'd like to gently tell him I'd rather he ordered something I will actually wear. Or should I just thank him, not say anything, and just not wear the gift? Am I being entitled? Now, unless there's a pattern of this kind of thing happening in the past, I would wait this out and wait to talk to him to see what happens first, you know. And I think ordering from certain websites doesn't always guarantee quality either. I've, I've ordered from that website before and I've received something that definitely wasn't handmade and was almost like a drop shipped product. I can't guarantee that, but it was, it felt like that to me. So there's every chance he has gone to that website and ordered this product for you. And potentially the seller is just buying in bulk and then reselling. You know, there is that chance. I think if I was in the husband's position and you really didn't like the item and you know you waited to the anniversary and you opened it and you still didn't like it, you won't wear it, 
I would rather know at the same time as well so I can get you something that you would like. You know, and I think it would be a little disappointing to find that out initially, but still, I'd rather have something that you would want to wear than something that you're just going to, you know, chuck in the back of the cupboard and never wear. But Oggle Doggle says, I bought my husband the handmade tray from Etsy for our anniversary. It came the next day from Amazon. I was genuinely confused, contacted the seller and said they use Amazon often to ship their product. I looked at the same product on Amazon and it was cheaper and they refunded me. Change or Change says, my husband thought that buying me the exact link or item I sent would be perceived like that he didn't care or want to put effort into a gift. We talked about it and now I tell him if I want something like URL or exact URL. Wait until you open it and then take a day or two and be honest with him. Yellow Brick says, I really, really, really wanted jewelry with my child's birthstone after having each. I mentioned it multiple times, the stone of the baby's month of birth. Every time we were near a jewelry counter, I'd comment on the pieces that I loved that were affordable for us. I did everything but actually just buy it for myself in advance. I felt guilty when I opened the ring box because I couldn't keep the look of disappointment off my face. Sapphire, except I don't wear blue and a cascade of tiny stones in very 80s waterfall style that was nothing like anything I'd shown him. I know in his mind he was genuinely trying, but I felt so deeply unseen. He chose Sapphire because he loves blue and we had a baby boy. It's not that I gave it no thought, it's just that my personal style and preferences weren't a part of the equation. A string of numbers says I got a 24k gold custom bracelet with my daughter's name from Etsy and it broke the first time I wore it. Sent it back to have it fixed and it broke the next time I wore it. I'd be upset your hubby didn't listen about your son's birth flower and used yours, and he ordered it late. But the fact is from Amazon instead of Etsy. Eh, it's kind of the same thing nowadays. Friendly Shelter says, I agree with the other comment to wait until he gives you the gift before getting upset. You don't know that he won't bring home flowers and wine or orange chocolates or something in addition to the box from Amazon. Like someone else pointed out, buying from Etsy doesn't guarantee good quality either. It wouldn't bother me that he ordered it after the actual anniversary, as long as it arrived before you celebrate. I do understand being upset that maybe he phoned it in this year. It sucks to put in substantially more thought and effort than your partner. If he normally does better, I'd let it go, but if this is his usual method, I'd have a talk with him. And one more comment that says, it's not that she got them fancy snacks to share. She put time, thought and effort into arranging a nice experience for them to share together. She mentioned several comments that her husband does really love charcuterie and the wine she chose was catered to his taste. Just because she is not giving him a physical gift doesn't mean the act and quality time together isn't just as good as a piece of jewellery. We don't know what her husband's love language is, but I assume she does. He may not appreciate or like being given physical gifts. My partner does not like gifts and will not accept them. She laid out exactly what she wanted from him. He has so far put no effort into their anniversary besides ordering what she told him to order, and she isn't even certain he did that. You can't tell me you wouldn't feel at least a little hurt to put all this effort into a nice night only to find out the other person couldn't have been bothered until the last second. OP, I suggest you wait until the gift is given before making any assumptions. Enjoy the quality time with your husband tonight without letting the mood sour and save this conversation for a later date. When and if you do bring it up, I suggest it's brought up as more of an effort argument than a monetary value argument. You put time and thought into this. He didn't even do the small amount of work you asked from him. Get to the root of that issue and don't focus on the money. 
So Opie does come in to update the post and says, we had our anniversary date last night and it was really lovely. Just to recap, every year we follow the traditional wedding gift theme, so this year was fruit and flowers. Despite many commenters' belief that I've trapped my husband and unfairly insisted that he buy me things and selected a yearly theme to make it hard of him. He was the one who originally suggested following the tradition gift theme. I love that we do it. I think it's a nice tradition and every year we can look back at the last themes and reminisce on what we did, gifted, etc. Based on some of the feedback saying that my gift was actually for both of us, I didn't set out the chocolate-covered strawberries with the rest of the food and wine. I gave them to him separately and made sure to let him know they were just for him and he didn't need to share. He did insist on my having two so that I could try each flavor and ate the remaining 10 all himself, so safe to say it was a hit. The charcuterie spread was excessive and delicious. He asked me to explain the various items and was an especially big fan of the huckleberry goat cheese spread with prosciutto. Some commenters asked about my husband's love language, its physical touch and quality time. The nice thing about the picnic was that we could cuddle while we ate and when the food and wine was gone, we celebrated like mummies and daddies do. A surprising amount of people wanted to make sure that was part of the gift as well. Y'all are weird. A few commenters also pointed out that I didn't know if the necklace was all he had done, and they were right. In addition to the necklace, he'd also bought flowers and my favorite wine. Well, yeah, grapes are a fruit, so we both had the same idea, lol. I didn't say anything about the necklace until this morning. I told him I loved that he remembered I wanted a birth flower gift, but would it be okay if I exchanged it for one with our son's flower instead? He responded, don't worry about it. It was really cheap. I just remember this week that you mentioned it, so I figured I should get something like that. If you want something else, let's just order it. I should have known better than to spend time stressed out about the conversation. He's a very laid back guy. So yeah, a great night. I'll just add a gentle reminder that these posts don't paint the full picture of a person, a relationship, or a life. My husband and I are very happy. We have an amazing life together and he is a great partner to me and father to our son. I'm not some evil bridezilla, as someone commented, and he is not an abusive arsehole. But thanks to the person who contacted Reddit Cares, we decided last night we are ready to start planning baby number two. So I'm excited to continue building our life together. Be well, Reddit. You mean you didn't divorce and break up and leave this man? <laughs> Come on now. It sounds like you had an absolute wonderful night and I'm really happy for you that it did go this way and you was able to have this conversation and, you know, get the jewelry that you want in the end. It sounds like you have a wonderful life and, you know, people that were criticizing charcuterie boards, man. Oh, they're fantastic. Chocolate covered strawberries as well. Ooh, lovely jubbly. I can probably see a couple of people jumping on his response where saying, don't worry about it. It was really cheap. But I just remembered it this week that you mentioned it. So I figured I should get something like that. But, you know, they seem like they're enjoying life. So I'm not going to complain about that. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, before we do get into this next story, I do want to give you a warning. There is talk of emotional infidelity, cancer, and, you know, it's just an incredibly sad story overall. So if you're not ready for that, please feel free to skip the story. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. This is from affectionate term 233 from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit titled Am I the Arsehole for gleefully telling people that I was diagnosed with an illness after they dismissed me? I, 34 female, have always been a filler person. My parents each had a child they obviously favored. My mother favored my younger sister, my father, my younger brother. I'm the friend that is ignored in a group and the employee whose birthday is forgotten. I'm the person who doesn't get dates. I've gotten used to it. As a result of being this agreeable, filler, boring person, I think the people around me don't realize that I'm a real person who has needs like everyone else. The prime example was when I said that my chest hurt and I coughed all the time. The people I spoke to, and I know only a few people, said that it was not a big deal and that I'd be fine. I'd never complained before, so I should be fine. I took that to heart and wondered if I really should have told people that I didn't feel well and wondered if I was making it up in my head. It took me a long time to actually tell the doctor my symptoms because I thought I was overreacting, but I had to get checked out. But it turns out there was something wrong with me. I have stage 2 NSCLC, which is lung cancer. I'm still independent in handling this alone. I drive myself to and from appointments. I pick up my medication. I reason with doctors and insurance. I haven't slacked in housework or at work. In fact, I've worked even harder. Today at work, I told my friend I couldn't help her move as a favor because I had a medical appointment that day. She pressed me for more details and I just said that I have treatment for NSCLC. I didn't want to give more information than that. My husband complained that I told her the information gleefully as if I'm happy about the news. I told him I'm happy to be diagnosed because it's proof for myself that I'm a human with needs like everyone else. I wasn't crazy. He said I shouldn't act like this. My husband has been unstable and touchy about random things this year. So I don't know if he has a point. Am I the asshole? Opie adds an edit to the post and says, I'm in therapy. My therapist and I are working through things and she's been very helpful. I feel somewhere between a filler person and an automation. Filler people aren't real. They don't have complexities in life and they exist solely to make others shine. Machines don't get sick. The diagnosis was something that was concrete. I exist. I'm a person. I'm not crazy and it's not in my head. I don't want attention from others. I cried and felt relief in the same moment. Thanks for the comments. I think I know why my husband has been unstable and touchy. The beginning of this year, the love of his life got into a car accident and broke her femur. She survived and is healthy now. I think that could be part of what's concerning him. My illness is a reminder that she could have died and she could still die and life is unpredictable that way. 
I alone wouldn't inspire such an emotion in my head. The comments made me realize that my husband likely felt happiness at the concept of death. I traced back when he started to become touchy and moody and realized it was when she got into that car accident. My husband has asked to help, but there's nothing for him to do. I've taken care of everything so far and will continue to do so. Now, one of the big things that jumped out to me in this one was saying when OP said that the love of my husband's life got into a car accident and lots of people was focused on that and OP replied to it saying, the love of his life, my husband's first love, the one that got away, whatever you want to call it. They were childhood friends. They dated and broke up when my husband was young. She's a passionate person that wanted to live a passionate life. My husband never got over her and blames himself for losing her. I met him shortly after he broke up with her. We dated for two years. Through bits and pieces, I've realized how much she means to him. He was an hour late to our wedding. I found out later that his father had to talk him out of leaving me at the altar. He would embarrass his family. He had doubts because of her. I mentioned her once and he snapped at me to never mention her name again. He looks her up constantly and she frequently posts on social media. They remain tangentially connected. He's always interested in news of her. He loves her deeply still, I know. She got into a car accident early this year and broke her leg, her femur specifically. I didn't think to connect his moodiness and general upset with that until now. She could have died in the crash. My illness is a reminder to him of how fragile life is and that she could have died and she still could die purely due to chance. Someone says to OP that they're the main character in their own life. And OP says it's funny because when I'm alone, I feel normal. And when I'm amongst strangers and acquaintances, I feel normal. But when I'm with anyone else I actually know, I've already been relegated to the background. My therapist said that my lack of emotional demands or what she calls reciprocal emotion or behavior means that I attract those who don't care to reciprocate. We've touched on it, but we haven't worked through this yet. A lot of other things to tackle. Someone says to OP, if your husband's willing to help you, then let him. And OP says, I genuinely can't think of anything for him to help with. It just so happens that I'm good with planning and executing tasks, so I have a handle on things. On the flip side, I'm not creative or imaginative. I know I'm being blasé, but it's not as if I'm hiding how I truly feel. It's unfortunate that I have an illness, but I don't feel upset or scared. What happens will happen. I don't know what my husband could help with. I've handled everything. I've even set up plans in case I do get hospitalized. I don't think I've relegated my husband to the sidelines. I've made a ton of dumplings and other food and stored them in the freezer so that if I'm hospitalized, he'll eat something nutritious instead of takeout. He can cook, he just doesn't like it and won't do it unless he had to. I've always centered people around me. Maybe that's why I feel like a filler. The OP does update their post and says the past week has been a roller coaster of emotion for me. My therapist has suggested that I write my thoughts and emotions in a journal, but I always convinced myself there wasn't enough time in a day. Writing that post made me realize that I was dealing with a lot of emotions that I suppressed. I did resent the people in my life who just took and took without giving back. I told nobody besides my therapist about how much I feel like a ghost of a person and how I push things down and never complain. I spent hours writing my thoughts in a diary. I realized that I needed to be more honest and stop tiptoeing around people to make them comfortable. I told my husband that I knew about his past with his ex-girlfriend. I knew they had unresolved feelings and they needed closure about her and their relationship. He kept checking her social media throughout the years, but it intensified this year after she was in the car accident. He was shocked that I knew. I encouraged him to reach out and get the closure he wanted. We had a good conversation. He hugged me and reached out to her pretty much immediately. 
I think he was waiting for that push from someone. He was so happy after that conversation they had. He was glowing. She is apparently coming to our city in a month and then meet in person. He's been more affectionate and genuinely lighter like there's been a weight off his chest. I went through the motions of life. I started ignoring calls from my parents. I didn't want to help out anymore. I was too tired. My mum called and said I was being arrogant and moving away from my family before asking me to help with something. I didn't reach out to my friends. I have only a few and we would text every day. I realized we texted because I always reached out. I told someone else about my diagnosis. My neighbor Nancy is a woman in her late 70s. She's one of the few people I feel seen by. She cares about me and if I had told her about my health issues, she would have told me to go to the ER. I know why I didn't tell her, but I wonder why I hope for care from people who have demonstrated no care for me instead of those that do. She was worried for me. We had planned a fun day trip to see a flower festival next spring. I drove home my first week on the second cycle and for the first time I was exhausted. I had to pull over and rest for an hour before I felt well enough to finish driving home. I was so exhausted I didn't want to move and I sat on my driveway. It hit me then that I didn't have NSCLC stage 2A. I had lung cancer. I could die. I just started sobbing. All I could think of was the stupid flower festival. I haven't lived my life. I love my husband, my family, my friends, but I don't want to be married to him. I don't want to cater to my family and I'm tired of my friends. I want to live. I want to be well enough to drive and see the flower festival with Nancy. It's only been a week and a half of change and my emotions have gone from low to really high and back low. I've been dreaming of my life after I beat cancer and leave my husband and friends. I don't even know if I can stick with it, but I am determined to be strong. My therapist says change from within can start small or big. She's proud of me and thinks I can get through this. And that is just absolutely devastating. I am so sorry you're going through that, OP, if you do hear this. And I'm sending all my love your way. And I truly wish you all the best with your treatment. And, and talk to Nancy and lean on her for that support. She sounds like someone in your life that you can talk to and understand you. So work with that if you can. And please continue to want more for yourself than what you are receiving currently because you deserve so much more than that. And I'm not even going to waste my time on that hopefully soon-to-be ex-husband. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Incredibly sad one. And once again, OP, I truly do wish you all the best going forward. And just a huge thank you for being here today. Your love, your support, your time, not just towards me, but towards people in the stories as well, always means the absolute world. So thank you so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.